It's the Canine Cast with Tara and Walter. Hi everyone, this is Tara. And it's Walter. Hi, welcome back to the Canine Cast once again. Uh, since our last cast, there's been a big scientific breakthrough, which is that for the first time they have cloned a dog. And uh, I, I actually saw this story in a few different places, um, but most notably in uh, in USA Today, it's it starts out saying scientists have cloned man's best friend for the first time, creating a genetic duplicate of a three-year-old male Afghan hound. South Korean scientists reported Wednesday. Um, so basically, they have they have a dog. It's three years old. It's it's living. Um, in some and a couple of places, I saw pictures of the full-grown dog and then his little puppy clone sitting next to him. Uh, it's very it's it's very interesting. Um, it's it's kind of it's one thing that's kind of cute is they actually named the dog Snoopy, uh, short for Seoul National University Puppy. So it's S N U P P Y. Um, so oh, that's that's really cute. Uh, I'm I'm still trying to decide exactly what to think of this because scientifically it's kind of neat just that they that just that they are able to do that and thinking about it it's it's been very controversial of course human cloning and what that might be able to do so uh, scientifically so far as medicine and helping to cure things so I'm thinking I'm thinking about it from this angle. Well, you know, cloning may be able to do a lot of that with dogs, help them to figure out ways to cure diseases and do new things medically with dogs that they weren't able to beforehand. Another thing that I thought about is, I, I, can't, think of, I can't think of any way to ethically do this, but just in theory, it would be a very interesting experiment to do so far as nature versus nurture. To actually go ahead and take, you know, and take dogs, get them, you know, have them be cloned. So essentially, they start out in about the same place that they theoretically did as puppies, and put them in different situations and see how they turn out, how close they are to one another. So I, I mean, that those are some some interesting theor- theoretical applications of this. Well, I mean, you know. We in humans we have twins, you know, genetical twins, mm-hmm. and this is something that I've always wondered with puppies. Like, mm-hmm. are there ever twins? I mean, they're all born at the same time, so they're kind of they're technically frater- Is it fraternal? It'd be fraternal yeah. because because the the puppies in dogs come from the female having multiple eggs at the same time, which is how fraternal twins come about. Which, which isn't to say I don't actually know. If there have been cases where they would know if there were actual identical twin puppies where an egg did split, I suppose that would be possible. I really don't know if that's ever happened before. That would be very interesting too. It's a little harder to tell because plenty of puppies look alike. So right, right, exactly. But um, but but anyway, so back to back to you know the cloning. I mean, I guess essentially creating a twin after the fact um, through cloning. It's it's just it's so mind-boggling, but. But the th- but the thing that I that I think of is that the these scientists basically you know it's it's opened up of course a whole can of worms because now they're I guess this brings them a step closer to it being possible with more mammals humans included so there's that controversy that's being opened back up and of course these scientists have co- you know have said that they're not in any way doing this to promote human cloning per se, but just to promote um, different, I guess, cell cloning technologies that might, that might be helpful, which, you know, is its own controversy. And I don't 
really want to go into human cloning controversies too much here. But so far, so far as dogs, there's enough controversy there to re to really um, to really spend some time talking about. What's What's amazing is they're they're hailing this as a great success, and you know, and it and it is in that this is the first time that it has actually successfully happened with a dog. But if any of you remember the story of Dolly, the cloned sheep, uh, this ha which happened about ten years ago now. She actually died early from, um, I believe, I believe cancer, and she had arthritis, and you know had a few had a few things that were wrong with her, and that seems to be that seems to be actually an issue, a trend in that cloned animals tend to, if they survive at all, tend to have a lot of health problems, and to get when I say if they survive at all, just to give you an idea of what it took to create this puppy, the team, according to this USA Today article. The team created 1,095 embryos, and they were cloned from from cells from the original Afghan count that came from the skin on his ears. Then they took these, you know, 1,095 embryos, so almost 1,100 embryos, transferred them into 123 female dogs. So this is a, this is a lot of embryos and a lot of dogs here. Of that, they only got three actual pregnancies. Now, of those three pregnancies, one of them just ended in miscarriage altogether. One puppy was born, but then uh, caught pneumonia and died only 22 days later. So at three weeks old, was gone. And then the last pregnancy was this one Snoopy. So, so think about that. It took almost 1,100 original embryos to create this one dog. And all these other, you know, embryos, dogs, um, kind of, you know, died out along the way. So that's that's still that's still pretty tough odds there. And to give uh, the Humane Society has talked has said a few things about this. They say that at this point that um, cloning dogs poses an animal welfare concern because first of all the procedure requires multiple surgeries. Uh, I, I think they mean to the females that are actually carrying these that are actually carrying these puppies, and also most of the pregnancies result in miscarriages. And al and also another interesting thing, this Afghan hound puppy was actually carried by a Labrador retriever, and then rather than are giving birth the normal way, it was delivered by cesarean section. So that's that's one surgery right there that. I'm I'm guessing they probably knew was going to be needed from the very beginning. Of course, there's the surgeries and all these dogs to get the to get the embryos in there in the first place. And um, I don't know what other ones would be involved along the way. So it's so it seems like that it's pretty invasive. And then also, as we were talking about before, the humane society is concerned because this does often produce sick animals. Right now, everybody's excited about this puppy that's been cloned. But we have yet to see whether or not it's going to be able to grow up as a true healthy puppy. So, um, so we don't we don't know about that yet. But it I guess it'll just be you know time to wait and see. Now, the other the other thing that kind of concerns me is that for a while there has been this kind of movement for people you know since since. Dolly and the cloning of the sheep, people have kind of postulated that, okay, this probably is possible with cats and dogs and other, other animals, pets, 
that people could go ahead and clone their pets. And so companies have formed who are, you know, accepting accepting DNA in order to clone pets when it's when it's possible. There are already some cats that have been cloned. And, you know, I mean, pet overpopulation aside, just the very fact that at this point they don't know how healthy these pets are going to be. They don't know how long-lived they're going to be. They don't know what problems result from cloning. And, you know, they're, they're just starting this. Obviously, they don't have it right. Otherwise, it wouldn't take, you know, 1,100 embryos to produce one dog. Um, so it's, it's so sad. I wonder how many of these people who already have these cloned cats are going to experience um, some, some bad pro- health problems with their cats. Um, all, you know, in the name of wanting a pet that was like their pet before. And, of course, you know, these, co- these companies t- say, oh, well, you have to understand it's not going to be the same animal that you had before. It's just, it's, it's reproduction. It's not, it's not, you know, a copy of the, of the original. Or, or it's they, a copy. They say it's reproduction, not resurrection. Not resurrection. That's trademark phrase. Yes, exactly. That it's a copy of the original. It isn't another one of the original and, and, you know, then they have little pages where you can read about their, their clients and the clients say, oh, you know, I realize it won't be my same dog or cat. You know, it's, it, won't, it won't be the same as Fluffy or Fido, but, you know, it'll, it'll be their relative and that makes me really happy. But I, I, it still seems to me that if they're, you know, if they're going so far as to clone this animal, that at least, at least a very, very big temptation is there to have the expectations that they are going to get the same one back. I mean, what do you think of this, Walter? Well, I mean, you know, how much is this cloning process costing these people? I mean, it's probably not cheap, so... No, no. The, the first cat, the, the first um, cat that I, that I read about that they actually did as a... Um, well, it was a test, I imagine. Well, well, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a test. It was. It was for an actual customer. It was fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so you know, if it was my fifty thousand dollars, I would expect resurrection, not <laughs> not re- reproduction. Well, <laughs> well, but but even but even with that, I mean, if I if I think about it, okay, you know, I've I've lost animals in my life, and you know, we we've talked about that on this show before, and it's a it's a you know it's a terrible thing to go through it's really really tough but by the same token if you know if you think back on it would you really try to clone would you really try to clone that animal and well, i that's a separate issue i thought you were asking me what oh. about the other people were were wanting we're wanting right right but i'm saying but i'm saying i mean you know this is this is what they say they want it's just something that's similar but i mean but think of, you know but think about you know, your, yourself, apply it to yourself. If you had, if you had that $50,000 burning a hole in your pocket, I mean, is that, is that something you would do? Because I, I could, I would say that I really, really don't think I would. I mean, I've, you know, I've loved all my dogs dearly. And, you know, as, as, as much as we like to think that Toby and Kyler are immortal and, and will never say otherwise, if something strange should happen would uh would we clone them? I mean, we might we might be tempted, but it'd be really fun to ha- to see what it would be like to have a hundred little Tobies running around. But oh my gosh, they, that w- they would like be like locusts. <laughs> well, <laughs> that we would have a very clean house from them licking the floor. But my philosophy is that if I think about all the dogs that I've you know had in my life, I would never have had those dogs. I would just had one dog the whole time, you it's know. And is my life better 
or is the dog's lives better because of it interacted you know that they've had homes you know mm-hmm. more than one i mean i guess it would be more than one technically yeah. but you know i like having experienced you know so many different dogs over time you know that's something that i would never have re- given up or replaced you know um but wow that's a really tough question because i do miss them all i know it well that and that's the thing is you is you know like you miss yours i miss, i miss mine i mean we think back on them and you know we smile but it's a little bit you know it's a little bit of a sad smile so i mean in 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 theory i guess in a in a you know just a, a world where you can do anything just to give it a try i think it might be neat but in the real in the real world that we live in i can't imagine actually taking that step and and cloning and, and well, cloning one of my so many animals. dogs out there that need home exactly i mean that's the major issue exactly there's there's that there's that first of all which um you know and i and i said you know at the at the beginning you know pet overpopulation aside is what you know is what we've been discussing because as you know in this you know in this show we're we're very very um, positive about shelters and rescues and adopting homeless dogs. So I mean, so obviously, obviously, there's there's that issue. Um, but there, but it's also it's also like you said, you know, we we would never have had we would never have had other um, animals and experienced other animals. I mean, if I mean, if we could, you know, if we could have cloned our childhood dogs and grown up with those same dogs all the time, then you know. You would have Link or Zelda here, and I would have, you know, Charlie or Pepper, number two, three, and four here. And oh, cute. But, you know, yeah. it, but even still, this is just a theoretical discussion. It's not resurrection. This dog is not going to be the same dog as before. So you're just going to have a dog that looks the same, and it's going to kill you when you look at this dog, and it's not acting the same as your other dog. And it's just, I don't know, it would yep. just be torture to me. Yep. Well, that's, well, that's the thing, is it seems like even the people, oh, though these people say that they know going into it that it's not going to be the same animal... It seems to me like the temptations there. I mean, growing up, we never even got the same breed of dog twice because of that, you know, because of that temptation to think that it was the same animal. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. So that so that's that's basically how I feel. And I mean, I can't imagine we wouldn't we wouldn't have had Toby and Kyler. But I mean, but yeah, obviously obviously I think that um, you know, theoretically has some great benefits. This cloning technology could really be helpful when there are endangered species to kind of keep that species alive for a little bit for um, a little bit longer and allow them to you know reproduce amongst themselves and kind of get that species up and growing again which I think which I think is a very is a very interesting um, idea uh, another idea that they had brought up was actually cloning um, specifically with dogs cloning service dogs and um, because right right now a lot of service dog um, organizations have breeding programs which you know in my opinion that's a good time you know that's a good time and a good reason to have a breeding program because what they do is they actually use dogs that are you know that are good service dogs or have the makings of being exceptional service dogs and use them to create more um, more puppies who will become good service dogs and in that way they can increase the numbers that actually make it through training and become service dogs so I mean, basic, basically, I mean, they're breeding for a purpose. They're definitely bettering the breed for their purpose, which is, you know, a, what what you wanted to be doing if you are breeding. So that's that's one area where they breed, and it's a good thing. They're thinking if they could actually take their superstars and clone them, that they might be able to get even more um, dogs who will be who will be able to make it all the way through training and become superstar service dogs themselves. 
So I think, I think for that, it would be a very, very nice technology to have so that they could use it for, for a specific purpose like that. But so far as people cloning their actual pets, I, I can't think of that as being a good idea now. I mean, I just, I just think about a society where they, where they would pay, you know, $50,000 to get, you know, a copy of something that they have when there are, when there are you know, millions of, of dogs every year that are put down. And I mean, especially if you're, ta if you're talking about a, a purebred dog, say you're talking about a, um, I don't know, say, say you're talking about a Cocker Spaniel. Okay, there are, there are plenty of Cocker Spaniels that are in shelters around, you know, around the U.S. And, pro and probably around the world that could be adopted that may look just like, you know, your Cocker Spaniel. So if all you're going to get is an animal that essentially looks like your former animal, well, you can, you can do that by going to the shelter. And every single animal is going to have their own personality. Even the clones are going to have a different personality than the dog that they were cloned from. So you're going to get that different personality anyway. I mean, or, or you can go out and you can get something that's totally different from what you've had before and have your own special relationship with that dog rather than, you know, having a clone that's going to, you know, remind you, remind you of your old, of your old dog. So I, it's, scientifically, it's something that's really neat. I just hope that, I just hope that a lot of people use it responsibly and think about the, you know, and think about the big picture and think about what they're doing and their use of this technology as it comes to happen more and more. Uh, first of all, realizing that especially at this point it's it doesn't sound like it's terribly safe for the animals involved which is very very sad so I hope that people wouldn't start going off and trying to make um, genetic clones of dogs not knowing if the dogs are going to be able to live for more than 22 weeks or 22 days so anyway, so that's that's pretty much you know what I, what I had to say about cloning but I wanted I wanted to share that with you all because it is you know it is an interesting story and I don't I don't really know what the ramifications of that are going to be, but we'll see how it plays out in the future and come back to it. But switching gears, I have, I have something that pretty exciting that happened. My birthday was recently, and so my wonderful dogs got me a great present and card. On the morning of my birthday, I came out of my room, and Kyler walked up towards me, and in her collar was a green iPod mini. Yay! So um, for it's it's kind of strange because even though I've been doing the podcast for this long, I didn't actually have an iPod of my own. She'd been stealing mine and listening to podcasts and that's right music and things. That's right, which you know, which was fine except for when Walter wanted to use it, he was sad because I wouldn't give it back. But so now I have so now I have my very own, so I don't have to steal his anymore. And mine's prettier anyway because huh. it's green. Um, but so yeah, so Kyler came and she had it in her collar, so she brought it to me, and then the card was Toby, but it was Toby looking like one of the iPod advertisements that they have with the black, and it was black against a green background. Oh, you'll see it right now. Oh, yes, yes. If you're looking at the Enhanced Podcast, you'll see it right now. Um, otherwise, you can see it on our website. Uh, so on the front was just him, and then I opened it up, and then it was him wearing little earbuds. That's right. So, so cute. So, yes. So thanks to my Toby and my Kyler for giving me the iPod mini so that I can listen to all of my favorite podcasts now on it, as opposed to just downloading them on the computer or forcing Walter to give up his iPod. Yeah, and you know, 
we love our uh, download listeners. So you don't have to. That's the great thing about podcasts is that you don't have to have an iPod to listen to this. Of course, mm-hmm. you guys know that right now, but um, some people don't know that you 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 can use any MP3 player or just listen on the computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's excellent. So I love it. I'm very I'm very excited, and um, it'll be loaded. It'll be loaded up. I actually I actually got it a little while ago, but didn't want to say anything about it yet because the original one that I got had the problem with the black screen of death. Um, essentially, when I would plug it into charge, the screen would go black, which they said was not a good sign. So we sent so we sent it back to them, and they replaced it, and I just got my brand new one. So it's I like another iPod again. That's that's right. It's like getting two presents in one, very close to one another. So, but this one doesn't have any black screen problems. So I'm very excited, and I'll be able to listen to um, all of the podcasts I want now. So thanks, guys. Well, that's and that's pretty much our story for tonight. It was just something kind of exciting that I wanted to share with you all. So, but we would like you to please continue sending in all of your stories about your dogs and your comments and questions, of course, as always, along with your pictures. Now, the pictures you can email to us along along with the stories, comments, and questions. Training questions too. Yes, and it's and I do I do especially like the training questions and going through those. And what's really interesting are ones that I haven't come across lately. So if you have one out there that's a little you know that's a little bit odd, then go ahead and bring it up. Although I have to tell you that in most cases you may ha- your dog may be doing something that you think is just absolutely so off the wall that no one's ever heard of it before. And it, it, you know a lot of times they end up being very very common. I can't tell you how many times in puppy class somebody will come up to me after the class because their dog's doing something really weird or really embarrassing, and they say, well, you know, the other, the other people probably aren't having this problem, so I didn't want to ask it in front of class. And you know what? It ends up that four or five other people ask me the exact same thing. So, you know, so please go ahead and send those in, and I'd love to answer those on the show. But, you know, but also any, any questions about dogs that you have, um, your comments, and I, we really, really love reading the listener stories to there, even though we deviated from it a little bit this week. And we actually have a new picture of one of our listeners' dogs up on the website today, and it's a beautiful, beautiful dog. So you know, please check that out and send in your other pictures as well. We'd love to continue posting them. And Walter says that he's going to work on an actual area to start um, posting these pictures and stories yeah. so that you can go on there and continue to review them. But with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for, t- for tonight. Thank you for listening. As always, we look forward to hearing from you. And if you haven't already, spay or neuter your dog. It's the best thing you can do for your furry friend. If you have a question for Tara or a comment about Canine Cast, please leave us a voice message by calling 206-338-DOGS. That's 206 206- 338-3647 or post a comment on our website at caninecast.com. That's the letter K, the number 9, cast.com.